Welcome to the Starch Solution Weight Loss Podcast. I'm your host, Healthy Emmy. I am a nutritionist and the creator of the Slim on Starch program. If you want to lose weight on a plant-based diet, listen to this podcast. Also, bonus points, go and watch all of my YouTube videos, Healthy Emmy on YouTube. But if you're really serious about this, go to healthyemmy.org, apply to work with me as well as a mindset coach and a nutrition coach, and let's do this thing. Now, on to the podcast. After being diagnosed with early-stage prostate cancer a few years ago, Rob decided that it was time to make a lifestyle change. He decided to ditch the animal products and go on a whole food plant-based diet, and his doctor said that his numbers improved dramatically. So Rob knew that the whole food plant-based diet was going to be a necessary amendment in order for him to live a fulfilled and healthy life. But just because he knew that it was the right thing to do, didn't necessarily mean that it was the easy thing to do. Rob had been following me for three years, but was having trouble staying away from those pesky vegan junk foods. He had almost bit the bullet to work with me multiple times, and finally, about six weeks ago, decided it was time to do this thing. Six weeks later, he's about 20 pounds down, and he feels like, all right, I got this now. Today, he shares his journey with us. You know, with most people that I talk to, their story starts with dieting or body image issues, but the beginning of your story is a little bit different. So do you want to share that with us? Three years ago, I've been having, for about 18 months, I've been having really bad back pain on and off a couple of episodes where it was just like almost cripplingly painful. Finally, I thought this is ridiculous. I have insurance. Why am I suffering through this? Go to the doctor and um, assumed it was a pinched nerve. He noticed my, my PSA was high and started throwing up red flags because I didn't realize lower back pain is a sign of metastasized stage four prostate cancer. Well, that threw him into a tizzy, um, did some more work, called me up from his vacation and said, your numbers are high, you're going immediately to a specialist. Um, this could potentially be something serious. Um, I went to a specialist and found out that it was prostate cancer, but I also had a bulging disc, which is what the pain was, not the prostate cancer. But that, God love that bulging disc, is what caught my prostate cancer super, super early. Um, I, I would be still walking around with it. And he said, it, it, it well could have saved your life because you could have walked around for 10 years like this. Um, I, I met with the doctor. I had my biopsy. It was confirmed that I do have prostate cancer. Um, it is early. And it is a, a less aggressive stage. I, I took it on myself. And I, I don't know how I did it or why I did it, but I, I downloaded the book, How Not to Die, uh, by Michael Greger. I figured, well, a topic that's always, I mean, How Not to Die, that's always something people want to do. And I, I started listening to it on the way home from the doctor, like literally that day. And, and hearing the evidence of a plant-based diet on all sorts of, of illnesses, but he has a whole... A whole chapter on prostate cancer. Um, I went plant-based that day. It was just, it was a non sequitur for me. It just, it was happening. Um, I and so immediately started scouring plant-based diet type things. And um, I found you online. I just started going plant-based. For three years, however, I was plant-based, but I was, I used to joke and say that TLC is going to give me my own show called the My, my Big Fat Vegan Life. I, I was I was 40 pounds overweight, 30 pounds overweight as a vegan. How does that happen? 
well, you know, I was drinking Diet Coke and, and eating Lay's potato chips and, and cookies for snacks. They're vegan. You know, they are plant-based, but they're in, I, I, so I was doing it. I was getting the Impossible Whopper and, and the French fries and the Diet Coke because that's vegan. It's plant-based, but it's so incredibly unhealthy for you. Um, I, I, I finally just got my head out of it and said, no, you got to do this. Get your head in the game and do it. Let's talk about that. What what it was that made you take that next step? I remember our first call so vividly. The first thing you said, I don't know if you remember, is you said, listen, I don't have time to mess around here. I'm just going to get right to the point. I need to do this. You were so determined. You had made the decision. You're joining the program. This is, you know, period. What was it that made you do that? You seemed very determined, but it appears that on your own, you weren't locking it in completely. I, I had teetered on the brink of joining your program many times. I, I really ought to do this. I really ought to reach out. And I even started to reach out a couple of times and didn't. And then one night I was watching one of your videos and you talked about taking on clients. And I said, you know, I'm, I'm going to at least ask. Let me find out what it would entail. So I did. Um, and, and for me, it was, you know, if I, I think for me, it was originally I was being a coward and saying, if I'm going to have to do the plant-based thing right now, cancer is my focus. I can't worry about my weight. I'm, I'm sorry, but I just, I can't fight both battles at one time. I just can't worry about it right now. I was depressed at first. I, I really didn't know what was happening. Like I just need to focus where I was focusing. And then finally I thought, okay, enough is enough. It's been long enough. You know, you need to stop this excuse. And um, if I'm going to be a, a healthy plant-based eater. It's going to be a whole food plant-based eater. And I need someone to help me do this in a way that really keeps me on track and teaches me the right foundations for healthy life. So that's why I did it. I, since I've actually joined, formally joined and, and, and really committed to an SOS diet uh, and not just a plant-based diet, I've lost 23 pounds. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm thrilled with that. I'm in shirts I've not worn in literally two or three years. Um, another six pounds, seven pounds, and I will be at the weight I was when I walked my first daughter down the aisle 17 years ago. Um, and I know because I said I'm not walking here down the aisle in time, this weight, and I made it, but it was a lot of work. Um, I'm not working. I'm not. I'm, I'm, in, I'm making good food. I'm enjoying it. I'm not working hard. I got to be honest. I'm just eating good food and enjoying life, and, and I'm healthier as a result. Uh, I went back to my doctor for my one-year biopsy, and my pro and my PSA had dropped by half. Um, and and he said, "I don't know what you're doing. There's no real proof that this works, but I would not stop it if I were you." Um, they do have proof because prostate cancer. And I don't want to get into the nuts and bolts of prostate cancer, but prostate cancer is hormone-fed, just like breast cancer is hormone-fed, and so one of the treatments is hormone blockers. And the theory is, if the cancer feeds on hormones, why would you take in animal products that have hormones? Like, why are you throwing sterno on an already burning fire? So by being plant-based, what that allows me to do is, I, I'm not adding fuel to the fire. I'm not accelerating anything. Um, there's some significant evidence that red meat has something to do with prostate cancer in a negative way. Um, and he said, honestly, you've got the wherewithal to do it. You don't change that diet. Um, my numbers now are literally, well, I go back in November, but they've been unchanged for now three years. 
And my doctor told me that it could be eight to 10 years before I ever have to have any sort of treatment whatsoever. And I'm just living with the smallest amount of the least aggressive prostate cancer. And my doctor said, right now, the way I'm handling it with my diet, you know, the, the treatments are probably worse than the cancer is. That I'm, I'm that, uh, so I have just chosen that, you know, while a plant-based diet was a change for me, it's a change that surgery and chemotherapy or radiation or whatever I chose would have been a lot more invasive than eating healthy. I, I love that you bring this up. Many people do not realize that how invasive and detrimental the treatment can be. And Dr. McDougall talks a lot about this. Actually, his father-in-law, Dr. McDougall, diagnosed his father-in-law with prostate cancer when he was in his early 80s and said, we're not going to do any treatment. You're going to eat the McDougall diet. And his father-in-law lived until 95. So for you to take the route of, I'm going to do absolutely everything in my power to holistically slow the progression of this, uh, it's really admirable that, you, that you've taken this route. It's, to me, it was a no-brainer. I mean, you know, and I, I don't want to get too graphic, but there are all sorts of side effects to prostate cancer for men. If I could put that off eight to 10 years, why would I not? I mean, honestly, if I can avoid that, why would I not do that? Not to mention the fact that, that there's all sorts of stuff on the horizon medically that who knows what treatments, who knows what surgical technology or surgical interventions will be available in eight to 10 years. Um, that, that I'm just giving myself a window of opportunity that I might not have. Um, I have friends of mine who say, you know, when they've been diagnosed with prostate cancer, are, are you going to change your diet? Oh, I, I, I might think about that after surgery or after treatments. Well, well, why would you wait? I don't understand. Okay, why would you wait? But that's fine. Food is, it's not neutral. You know, food is either going to help us or it's going to harm us. It's one way or the yeah. other. And you have the, the foresight to be able to see that very clearly with the diagnosis of prostate cancer. Many people that either don't have this diagnosis or they do and they just don't know about it think that they can just go on with their food and nothing's going to happen. Their health's going to stay the same. But under the surface, you're either healing or you're deteriorating and you're on the path to healing. I think the accountability was a big thing, too, because you mentioned, you know, making this change for health reasons, you're very, you were very honest in your mindset journals, and you'd say, listen, guys, I still miss the animal products because I liked how they taste. So can you give some wisdom, motivation, inspiration to those that are in a similar position that have made this change for health reasons, but still do miss those other foods? I'll be honest, I still miss those other foods. I mean, I, I'm, I'm not, I'm not plant-based because I'm, you know, I love animals. I have two dogs at my feet. I adore animals, uh, but I tell people I'm not an ethical vegan in that sense. For me, it is for health. Um, I have found ways and that's why I was actually 30 pounds overweight because I was eating all the meat substitutes, trying to be plant-based and not sacrifice any of the food I like. And, but what I was eating was so processed garbagey foods. Um, I realize now how unhealthy they really were. Mm -hmm. Um, so for me, I've learned to make the food. I, I've learned to like the food I make. First off, I really do like the food I make. Um, I have learned my tastes have changed. I have occasionally been, you know, my kids are visiting. I, they're all having chips. I'll have a potato chip. It is so salty. I don't know what to do with it now that I'm not used to it anymore. Um, 
I, I've also found ways to really enjoy the foods that I do like very much, but in healthy whole food ways. I made, for instance, I mean, not to, not to, you know, blow smoke for you, but I, I really, the, the, the black bean mushroom chili recipe that you recommended. I, I love chili. I adore chili. And I feel like that meets my needs. Um, I make my own, I've learned to make my own pasta sauces now where I make, I make pasta sauce with, you know, whole tomatoes and, and all the seasonings, but it's, it's SOS compliant and I'll do it with spaghetti squash. And, and I love it. Um, you know, I, so there are foods I'm trying to make and I'm finding ways to make foods. I have pizza once a week. I absolutely have pizza once a week, but I use portobello mushroom caps as the crust. I mean, I, I make a portobello mushroom pizza with my SOS compliant homemade sauce and some onions and green peppers and some broccoli and some nutritional yeast on top. It's delicious. Mm -hmm. So I, I found ways to meet my own taste buds um, and the things I miss, but in ways that are still super healthy for me. Mm -hmm. At least I hope they're super healthy now that I'm saying it in front of you. <laughs> you're doing beautifully. I mean, your your weight loss is the proof of that. And it's, it's important to recognize what you've pointed out here so beautifully through your actions, which is that just because those foods were good, the old foods that you used to eat, doesn't mean that all the SOS foods can't be good either. And in fact, when you recalibrate uh -huh. your taste buds, and you recalibrate your brain and how much dopamine you release from certain foods, those foods become absolutely delicious. So yeah, it was it was great when you used to eat those foods and that was a fun life. But this is also a really great life and health is a really great life too. You know, there's that pros and cons list. You can have the pros of the foodgasm from eating the cheese and the animal products and the eggs, but you don't have your health. Or you can miss out on that foodgasm for a few minutes, still get a foodgasm from the SOS foods and have your health. Well, and I found now I'm to the point where I, I really have to remind myself the foods that I think I miss, I really can't have anymore. I, I broke down one day on a road trip because there was nowhere to eat. I tried to go somewhere healthy. The lines were long. I had the dogs in the car, so I couldn't leave them in the car without because it was hot. I needed to find something to eat, so I finally just gave in and got a burger. Wendy and I had to break up. I was so sick that night. I can't do it anymore. I, I just can't. Like, I've learned that while I'd like that, it, I'm not willing to pay the price. I was up all night long with stomach cramps and, and indigestion, and my body doesn't process it anymore. Your body is speaking to you very clearly with your numbers looking fantastic. You're releasing weight. When you have something that's not SOS, the body says, no can do, Rob. We don't do this anymore. Uh, you've now fine-tuned your body to be this machine. Yeah, and I, and I feel that way. I have more energy. I don't nap in the afternoon. Um, I'm not winded going up and down stairs. I'm literally winded going up and down stairs with, you know, all that extra weight on me. I, I'm not that old. I shouldn't be winded walking stairs. And and that doesn't happen anymore. I'm, you know, I'm going to the gym three times a week. Um, I, it, it's a good life. Remind us of your weight loss uh, over these past six weeks. I'm at 23 pounds. But what I'm also learning is that this is not a sprint and it's fine. And that, you know what, if I have a bad choice... Or if I, you know, right now I'm at a, a, a tiny bit, I wouldn't call it a plateau. I'm at a slowing. 
I, I went through a little slow period and I've lost more pounds and I'm a little slow right now. I think I lost two ounces in the last two days, but I know it'll happen. Yeah, I, whatever. I'm not worried about it because I'm not going anywhere. You know, you have the behavioral equilibrium toolkit that you're doing in the master's program. So you have the tools to be able to break through it. That was something else that I really admired about your journey was you you had some compassion with yourself when you you weren't able to perfectly stick to the SOS plan. Uh, you didn't say, oh, I messed up. So now this whole thing is shot. This whole program is messed up. I may as well just go back to what I was doing beforehand. And I would have done that before. I'll be honest with you. I have had experiences before where it's like, well, this day is shot. I may as well go to McDonald's now. I'll start over tomorrow. Um, and I didn't do that. Um, one example um, we went to Las Vegas for um, just an overnight for a business trip. Uh, my husband did, and I went along. And uh, we got a chance to go to Martha Stewart's new restaurant. I mean, it's Martha Stewart. The food's going to be amazing. So I looked at the menu, and I chose what was most compliant. And it was, you know, grilled vegetables. And there was um, quinoa. And there was, I mean, there, so there was a whole bunch of stuff on the plate that was compliant for me. And it, it wasn't 100% compliant. It wasn't 100% ideal. But I decided, you know what, when am I ever going to get to spend an exorbitant amount of money on on Martha Stewart's restaurant ever in my life again? I'm going to experience this, and I'm not going to sit here and regret later that I went there and ate a baked potato. Like, I'm going to have a decent meal, and I'm not going to go overboard, and I'm going to walk away with a great memory. Yeah, longevity, realizing that that's a yeah. drop in the ocean. And if we look, again, looking at your weight loss, you lost weight. You're still losing weight. So no harm no foul and like you said if you get to that plateau then you have the tools to be able to to kick it into high gear uh, but right now things are working for you so when you look long they are. do you feel that you've turned a corner here in terms of what your diet's going to look like for the rest of your life i absolutely do and for the first time i feel in control because i'm not in a diet I, i've just I, I know how to eat in healthy ways and so if something happens that I start to gain, I just know how to pull the reins in just a bit and tighten up. Like I have the skill set to pull the reins in. And like, like right now for me, I know I kind of slowed a bit in the weight release. I'm just adding more leafy greens, fresh vegetables and cutting back on the, you know, so instead of having, uh, you know, whole grains with my meals, I might have a, some whole grains and I might add some rice cauliflower with it and then all the vegetables. So I'm still getting the grains. I'm just pulling back just a tiny bit, just for a couple days, um, because I've got that skill set of knowing kind of how to change the mix up a little bit. What about navigating this with your husband? And so, yeah, I mean, he's not plant-based, although, frankly, I've made plant-based meals he loves, and so he eats a whole lot meat less than he used to. And I think he's healthier as a result, too. I, I was back visiting my kids in the States, and, and I said, no problem. I prepped lots of food. I did my food prep, brought a cooler with me. You guys eat what you want. I'll bring my own food. And so I made my SOS food that I brought with me. It was in my cooler. And I took it out of the fridge and I, I made my plate and I sat down and I ate. But all my meals were my food prep meals for the week. You advocate for yourself quite well because there would be people that are in a similar position and people would say, 
oh, diet's not going to do anything. You know, just, you, you got to get the chemotherapy. You have to do the radiation. You have to do the surgery. What, what do you do when messing around with your diet? Live a little, you know, you only live once. Uh-huh. You do still advocate for yourself. And individuals that are in positions where they're, you know, they don't have a cancer diagnosis, that it's they don't feel it's as easy to pawn off this diet, they could say, you know, well, if I don't eat this way, then there might be a cancer diagnosis on the horizon because animal products are one of the contributors to it. Uh, so I admire how you do advocate for yourself. And just because everybody else is eating differently, you still do what is absolutely best for you. You know, then you get the, well, but you can have a little or, but I made it just for you. I mean, all the things we always hear yeah. when I tell them why I'm doing it, they always understand and they always back off immediately. So I, I have it a bit easier than most people in that sense. Mm-hmm. Is there any advice that you would like to give to, because I'm sure this video is going to be sent by, you know, daughters and wives to their husbands, fathers, boyfriends uh, that might be in a position where they would benefit from a plant-based diet. Do you have anything that you'd like to say to the males that might be listening and think, oh, a plant-based diet? No, I need it. I need to eat my meat. I need to eat my burgers and all of that. I was a huge carnivore and I'm finding myself very satisfied by the diet I eat. Um, the people around me say, God, that looks delicious. Or or that is really very, very good. Um, I've made plant-based food. Um, I, I, I have an amazing vegan lasagna recipe that I made for my two son-in-laws who are both hunters. And I mean, you know, the ricotta cheese is, is, is tofu. And they're both like, we would never know. Like we would never know this in, they had seconds. Um, <laughs> You can eat wonderful food this way. And as a guy, it, it, you know, when the stomach starts to grow, as you get a little older and you get that middle age paunch, I mean, it's hard to get rid of it. And this is one really easy way to get rid of it. It really is. It works. Anything else that you'd like to say? This was awesome. Thank you so much. You've been a part of my journey for three years now, even though you didn't know me. I feel like I've known you and it, it is an honor to actually know you. And, and well, I thank you so much you for all fantastic. you've done. I've loved working with you. I'm so thrilled that you're carrying on in the master's program. And my door is always open to you. If you made it to this point in the video, please comment locked in because Rob has got this locked in. If you want to have this locked in too, then please click the link in the down bar to apply to work with me and my team. I love you, honeys, and I'll see you in my next video. Mwah.